Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Such a good mood. They do. They yeah. really do. Yes. Also, if you're tripping out, <laughs> there's that too. I've heard allegedly. What is your go-to song allegedly. when you're high? Shit. Oh. I don't know. Give like a give like a set song. Uh, or what? What would be your your go-to song if you needed to have a song? Right now, um, it's, this is gonna sound weird. I got two songs that I really need to listen to. Okay. Uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy by Big and Rich, okay. and uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia by um, uh, the Charlie Daniels Band, Both CDB. Very random, yet a, kind of sort of in the same Yeah, in the same realm. realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern rock, southern country, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Nice. But Beatles, if I had to pick one to go to, I mean, Yellow Submarine is always a classic. That How could you not? Very Hello good. Goodbye is also a personal little favorite of mine. Very trippy Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cuckoo Kachoo. Yeah, mm. good times. Good Reminds times. me of my childhood. Don't ask me why. It just <laughs> you're, does. You're still a kid. You're like 15. Quiet, douche. Ladies and Don't gentlemen. Don't flatter me, please. <laughs> stop Stop it. <laughs> go on. We are back. It is Sons of Slam. Welcome. Let's enter, shall we? Hello. Sons of Slam Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. My name is Chris Mindell, the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sitting to my left. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm all right. I am all right, considering... The shites. And, but the ups and downs. The ups. The ebbs the, and flows. The ebbs and flows have come with this week in wrestling and in sports in general because it's yes. just such a shit show. Today, let's go over what was uh, <laughs> the fun of Super Showdown and then thank God that the timing couldn't have been any better to have a pay-per-view that weekend. That was worth a damn. To clean, <laughs> to clean my palate because, good God, everything else just sucked balls. Um, let's, let's do this. So... Jump right into this thing. Do you have anything? Because I, I know there's a ton of other shit that we have to get into before we talk about these two. Uh, I these got 
I actually have a good amount outside the ring. Can I just say, by the way, I'm sorry. Go for it. Um, ESPN on my phone just now just posted. I don't know if you've been following this whole thing with obviously the Houston thing everybody knows about, but Trevor Bauer for the Reds um, is probably been the most outspoken person against Rob yeah. Manfred, the commissioner of baseball. He he said basically the other day he pitched a spring training game and he gave away what he was going to pitch mm-hmm. before he pitched, <laughs> <laughs> before he pitched, which is great. So. <laughs> he 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 would say, "All right, I'm throwing like a high cutter, and then or down and low cutter, and then he would do that back then, elbow." Yeah, he still struck <laughs> struck out the guy. Um, so uh, and again, he's been a, a probably the loudest uh, uh, proponent, not proponent, a loudest uh, person to uh, speak against Rob Manfred. So uh, it just came across the wire on ESPN that he is going to have a meeting <laughs> with Rob Manfred. Um, so the two of them are going to meet, and uh, this this whole thing has been a, a huge shit show. In that, whatever the, pen- the penalty was for them, it was not enough. And I swear, I swear on everything. If he gets suspended for for any amount of games for this conversation, it's just, <laughs> Rob Manfred is literally the worst commissioner in any sport ever, I, I which includes FIFA, who's very fucking corrupt. and they're corrupt. Sepp Blatter. Um, I, and ironically, A Rod was on uh, was on the broadcast yesterday for the Yanks and, yeah, and Red, Yanks Sox, Red Sox, and he says, and I'm so, I'm paraphrasing this whole thing, but he basically said what I did was wrong. I got the longest suspension in the history of baseball. Yep, lost well, millions and millions of dollars. He lost 162 games. He lost a full year. No, yeah, but uh, I'd say Pete Rose is the longest. Uh, well, he's he's bit, that's different. He's banned. <laughs> <laughs> he's banned for life. He, yeah, this he was is only true. Suspended, this is true. He was only suspended for a year. Um, that he got the longest suspension ever, and he lost millions and millions of dollars because of it. It wasn't like he was paid to sit at home. And the Houston is basically getting a slap on the wrist, and yeah. there's their their apology was weak, and they don't mean it. So that's, that's, yeah, that's no. basically what he said. Um, and he's right. And he, he basically that was the first time he's ever come out and said uh, anything as far as his steroid allegations. Mm-hmm. So he came out and said it, said this about the Astros and. He's right. He apologized. He had to pay his penance with uh, you know, uh, society and, and fans and media and everything else. And and now he's like the darling of baseball. But Houston has, I think it would be better off for them if they just came across and said, listen, we're really sorry and this is why and we did this, this and this. But none of them were contrite in their apologies. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to I'm just pissed, still pissed off with Houston and, yeah, well, and their we'll, shenanigans. We'll stay on the Yankee train for a little bit. Sure. Uh, Luis Severino. Mm. Needs Tommy John, He's unfortunately, gone. and is gone for the Done. entire 2020 season. And half of next year, too. Yeah, probably. It's like a year and a half uh, procedure. Yeah, which, it, you know, hindsight being 2020, probably should have done it last season when he actually got injured. Probably. Right <laughs> after, you know, like yes. right after he got injured yeah. in the playoffs. But hindsight, pretty is, sure. hindsight is always clear. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yes, what are you going to do about true. that? And uh, Stanton is going to miss the start of the season with the grade one strain in his right calf. Son of a bitch. Aaron Boone says it'll be a couple of weeks. A friend of mine at Trivia yesterday that I host said this is like the new Jacoby Ellsbury in that we pay millions and millions of dollars to someone that's never going to play, and he or or doesn't and doesn't and or doesn't produce for us, and everybody else basically has to pick up the the slack. Yep. Um, and, and they were right. It's it just anyway, yes. Uh, Madison, but did you hear what's going on with Madison Bumgarner? Kind of, sorta. Okay, so he has been going <laughs> incognito 
and <laughs> I want to see a picture of this. He's been he's it. been going in he's been going incognito and not he's not riding bulls he's ro- he's roping bulls. Okay, and he's doing it for sport, which is the more hilarious part about it. And he's going under the pseudonym Mason Saunders. That's an awesome cowboy getup and everything. It's an awesome. It's movie. hilarious. <laughs> I don't know how how I would feel. If I were his teammates, to be honest, because he's like a big producer. He he is a very grade one fucking pitcher. The owners of the Giants, I think, would be a little more pissed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Teammates. Like, we're paying millions and millions of dollars for you to, to produce every four or five days and you're out doing what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're doing what now? You're not fishing. Dude, remember Aaron you're not, you're Boone, not bowling. You're, you're, you're what? <laughs> Aaron Boone got a career ending injury playing basketball with his kids. Yes. Like yeah. that's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's just little things that you don't think about. Yeah, as a civilian, I guess you would say it's, it's just so. Yeah, it's it's, so it's fucking bad, ridiculous. Bass backwards, bass backwards, bass backwards. Um, Tyson t- last week since we have been gone a couple of weeks, Tyson Fury wins. I don't know if they called it t- a TKO or ref stoppage. TK. I don't know. It was a TKO. All right, so yeah, it was TKO based on his corner basically threw in the towel. Literally. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't yet. The ref saw this is what this is. I'm pretty sure the ref said that he saw the towel about to be thrown mm. like they were going to throw it in. And that's when he called it. And I mean, obviously, if you look at the last couple rounds of that fight, he's like not he, he's barely holding up his hands. He's not getting any offense in. Tyson is just pounding and pounding away at his fucking face <laughs> and his ear and yeah. licking his fucking neck and shit. Mm. He's a, he's a sight, man. He's a savage. <laughs> And uh, Tyson Fury putting one off for uh, Thick Boy Nation out there. Thick Boy Nation. <laughs> he lost so much fucking weight. Did you see that? He did. He He's... was a big, big boy. He's... Tyson Fury? Yeah. Well, he, he gained weight. That, I know that. But I'm saying he lost all of it. Oh. All, he gained all of it, lost all of it right back. Wow. And then went back to being a heavyweight champ. Mm. Shout out to Thick Boy Nation. Thick Boy Nation. <laughs> Thick Boy Nation. Yeah, he found a way to uh, took out... Uh, Deontay Wilder, man, like it was just like I, I, I didn't realize until after that fight how one-dimensional he is, and he's got a huge one-dimension, which is that that right right hand. He's got that yeah. that punch, man, will knock you out in the second, which is what he looks for every time, and what everybody's been talking about. And Fury can box, and that's the difference. That? I did see a theory, and it was backed up by video. You can kind of see the top of his gloves are real shaky when he's punching, so he's almost like slapping. Deontay Wilder with the gloves. Okay. And if you look, if you really analyze the video, mm. you can see as if, like, where his fist should be is where on the glove the wrist is. Okay. So it was pushed up on that. Exactly. Right. So it's like mm, a little bit of a iffy situation, conspiracy theory, if you would. Okay. Very interesting to look into if anybody wants to. So basically, you're saying Wilder got bitch slapped and the. Yeah, bitch slapped the TKO. Gotcha. <laughs> TKO via bitch slap. <laughs> that was the official the official word. Uh, let's see. This year's halftime show drew 1,312 FCC complaints. Just by two Latinas shaking what they got. Unbelievable. Where were, I want to know how many complaints were last year la- when he actually year, took when, off his shirt. When Adam Levine had his shirt off, yes. And then I want to compare it to uh, 2001. I'm looking that up right now. Uh 2019 
Super Bowl, Super Bowl halftime show. Halftime show. FCC complaints. FCC. Riveting radio right <laughs> it now. It says F- FCC uh, underwear. It's what it. What? The first thing it came up with. Was um, he wearing FCC? Over, th- over 1,300 complaints. For this year. For this year. Uh, I want, I'm going to let you guess how many. Last year? This is according to uh, according to SB Nation. How many Adam Levine FCC? How, how many Adam Levine caused complaints there were Super Bowl 2019? 657. Be, he'd be a little high. I'd be high? Yes. 431. You'd be high. What? Yeah. 112. You'd be high. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Five. You'd be low. All right. I was going to. Price is right rule. Zero. It's high, it's high, low game. 55. What? 55. All right. Now go to 2001. <laughs> I think that was. Yeah, that might be the of all time. Because I swear, I swear, if 2001 did not garner more FCC complaints than 2020, I have zero faith in in society. <laughs> Let's see. 2001. I know it's, it's riveting just waiting for us to find this, but I, I promise you there's a payoff. Uh, Something we probably should have done research on. It's been a fucking ridiculous week. It's all good. Um, let's see here. The halftime show. Record fine for Super Bowl halftime show. Nothing that the halftime show resulted in a record 540,000. <laughs> Thousand. You almost got me. Thousand. Thousand. Yeah, I had to. Give it a dramatic pause. Now, really quickly, what is the uh, Mormon population in Utah? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, two Latinas can't shake their ass. Unbelievable. Speaking of two Latinas, God, you put on so, giving them right to me. <laughs> what, what were you going to say? By, by, by the way, put on a, a much better halftime show than uh, Maroon 5. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, but nothing's ever going to beat fucking JT and. Uh, uh, showing a nipple on TV? Janet. No, nothing yeah, will no, ever beat that. Sorry, right. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you say. Speaking of two Latinas, yes. the Bella Twins are confirmed for the 2020 Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. If, if sure. you're doing it by... I think that Michelle McCool should have gone in before. Okay. If I'm being honest. You had Tori Wilson, Trish, Lita. You know, the the only logical next step was you passed right over her. Lay cool. They passed over her twice. Did you see the other thing that happened? Speaking of, yes, I'm, I liking, did. I'm liking the segues. So, yeah, That's why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, staying on the same topic and flying into the next next segue here, and then back, um, and then back. Uh, Bella Twins, uh, to me, are on the same level as the Tori Wilson uh, induction last year. It just it doesn't seem like. I understand they were tag team champions and diva champions. Uh, I don't see them as all fame tag team champions. They weren't. Uh, that's right. They were no. World they world weren't. Champions. They were no. They, they were, were Divas champions. They will be tag team champions one day. I'm gonna say. I'm that. sure because they, you know, she bring, they bring back all the oldies and yeah for WrestleMania Super Showdown 2025 <laughs> is when the Bella Twins are gonna win. Win the tag team belt. And uh, the Kabuki Warriors are still in the belt. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I don't. Okay. I mean, if you feel that way, it's, it's all well and good. I just I don't see them as tag as a Hall of Fame uh, winners. Anyway. I that. think it's because how they translated their in-ring career into an outside-the-ring career. Okay. You know, how many people who don't really know wrestling know who the Bella Twins are? 
a lot. A, a lot now that the you know, the E show's on, yeah. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. It kind of sort of I don't want to say that they transcend wrestling, but if there was like a third of a notch right above that, I would say they'd be okay. there. Okay. It's all about how the more of an impact you make in outside the wrestling, you're gonna, you know, get a fucking nod for the Hall of Fame yep. a lot quicker. Okay. But The Rock, I feel like, won't hasn't accepted his yet. I bet he's been. I bet they've been trying to get The Rock in the Hall of Fame for the past five years. The idea that The Rock hasn't been put in the Hall of Fame um, when they are itching at the bit with all these other people that are literally just retired like a year or two ago. Yeah. To put him in. Because they said yes, or they're available. They're they're obviously easily easier to get a hold of than the Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it will be a point where you will go in, obviously. But it's just it's funny to me that he's been out of wrestling for so long. Even <clears throat> not even including real Mania and the the two matches with Cena. Like even at that time, he could probably be put in. Freaking Gold- Goldberg is a Hall of Famer, and he's still wrestling. Yes, and uh, you know. Rock does come back every now and then. He's a very loosely, by the way. But I would say you put in if you want to, if you really want to get the Rock in the Hall of Fame, you do it the way you got Triple H in the Hall of Fame. You induct them with the 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 nation, right? You know, the nation can go into the Hall of Fame. Sure, absolutely. Mm. D'Lo, Godfather, Farouk, Mm -hmm. all of them. Farouk Mm -hmm. could be a two time. Uh, Yes. Okay. Yes. And. I don't know. So it's it's interesting because why haven't they? Like, why hasn't he done it? I don't know. Is because he's still going? He doesn't really need it? No. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. It'd be nice to get it to him because he deserves it. Yeah. But uh, Hunter deserves it in that sense, too. But he's not going to really give it to himself, quote unquote. Right. His wife can give it to him. Yeah. And speaking of Farouk, JBL has also been <laughs> we'll speaking also of be in, uh, Speaking of, uh, of the Divas... Um, first, the Michelle McCool situation with uh, March and Women's uh, Yes, <laughs> Women's History Month. Complete and, snub. Yes. And so Taker, not too thrilled with that, or, nor, or Michelle McCool. Uh, which means he's going to get a very big payday yes. at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> you, want me to say, you want to say sorry? Pay me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You want me to say sorry? Let me go over against Styles. Yeah. Whoa, what is that? Oh. So Your phone. Watch your phone. Taking yeah, it. Definitely it. Fun. Um, yeah, the... Uh, the, the pay me in my check and I will forward it to Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> for your sorry dick. <laughs> and I, it wasn't Vince, man. I, I don't know if it was Vince. It was just whoever. It brother. definitely wasn't Vince at all. It wasn't Vince. Vince has nothing to do with that, that kind of thing. It's it's basically like whoever the the uh, under uh, upper management as far as marketing goes yeah. to be able to promote this this segment. Um, yeah, it did not did not fly over uh, too well. Absolutely, with not. anybody. What else you got? Um, so that's FCC complaints. FCC complaints. Matt Hardy. Uh-huh. Before we get into AEW, yes. Matt Hardy has had his contract expire and will not be renewing it with WWE. Hmm. And then apparently last night, since we're recording this on Wednesday morning, afternoon, actually, afternoon, um, he had the Young Bucks on his YouTube series, Free the Delete. Hmm. So that was interesting. And I think you can almost confirm that Matt Hardy's going to be on AEW tonight. There's a there's a good I possibility. Hope. I can only hope. There's a good possibility. With the with the stuff that we know that Matt Hardy can do when it comes to surprises, 
competing one day for a completely different promotion and then going to WWE for Wrestle Fucking Mania the very next day when everybody was like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's the beauty of wrestling when you can pull over surprises like that. Like Jericho when he showed up at, at All Out. He had that show in like Kentucky. Right. And then uh, All Out was in Chicago or All In was in Chicago and he did both of them in the same night. Yeah. So it's it's pretty... It, it's... Shout out to the vets who know how to still pull pull one over on the on the marks out there. Cause goddamn, do they fucking do it well? Was good. He was even Matt Hardy was even offered a role in NXT. Yeah, and that was the last contract negotiation. That I, I, had, I think it's, that I read at least. I think it's just like all all the offers are just a little too little too late. Like yeah. everything is just like you should have you should have had the broken character. He won his rights from TNA to use it. Why not use it? It was one of the most over things in the last ten years. Why not use it? Why put him so far beneath everything? Why put him in a stupid storyline with Randy Orton to connect him and Edge and Orton? Mm -hmm. it, it just the whole thing was just ridiculous. So to be, if he can be involved in because now he's he's still involved technically in the storyline with Mania. If you can get him involved in that and still be a, a member of something in AEW, that'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Within the same <laughs> month or two, just just have everything kind of connecting him going here it, it was just that would be great yeah um two last things really quick samoa joe got suspended 30 days for a wellness vi violation this guy can't win can't yeah, win i don't know him. i don't even know what that was for that was definitely all storyline i doubt that he was taking anything right it really makes no sense and wwe is planning on having 14 <laughs> matches at wrestlemania this year on the main card which is insane. so everybody get your popcorn ready Cause it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long one. I'm gonna talk about that for in a second. I just want to piggyback on the Samoa Joe thing. Does he look like he is on PEDs? No. Okay. So now he as looks far like he just got off PEDs, but he's looked <laughs> like that for the past 15 years. 15 years. It's not like anything's changed. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you let me just take that back also because you don't have to look like you take PEDs to take PEDs. It's basically for muscle, yeah. you know. Uh, Regrowth and and re, you know, all that good stuff. I bet but, he had some, ate some tainted meat like fucking Canelo Alvarez, like popped hot. <laughs> you said tainted. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of all those matches, because uh, again, we we were at Mania last year. We we were there from ended at twelve thirty, five thirty. So we were there seven and a half hours, from five to seven, five to twelve thirty. That's so, with the pre pre -show. with the pre show. Yeah, seven and a half hours. So now, see, I would definitely be tailgating during the pre-show. That's just me personally. We tailgated for like six hours. So at one point, we were like, "All right, let's go inside." <laughs> like we're we're tail we're tailgated out. We've eaten like fifteen burgers each. We're good. So, uh, with that being said, and this looks kind of like the same, the uh, kind of card length. Really quick, men's battle. I'm sorry uh, for the pre-show. Andrade versus somebody for the U.S. title. Men's and women's battle royal. Braun Strowman versus somebody for the IC title. Bailey versus somebody for That's SmackDown. All on the pre-show. I'm sorry. I'm going now. I'm on the main after the Battle Royals. I'm on the main card. Braun Strowman versus somebody for the IC title. Bailey versus somebody for SmackDown. Uh, women's title. Miz and Morrison versus New Day or multiple tag teams for SmackDown tag team. Um, it, it does say Seth Rollins say, and Kevin Owens. I'd say that's uh, I, this is a hot take. I don't think Miz and Morrison are going to go against the New Day. I think that the Usos are going to pick up the championship at Elimination Chamber and go against the New Day, have a who's going to be the first eight-time champion type okay. thing. That's different. Can you get your cat off me? Why do you? <laughs> but my cat loves you. I know, but I don't love it that much. It looks looks like you do. I don't. I think you do. I just don't want it to get near me. 
a little bit. It loves me. It does. I know that. It's very cute. We should have had. We, we need videos. <laughs> <laughs> See, she's not even on you. She's like looking at you. Yeah, but then she's going to get into me. Ew. <laughs> um, where, where was I? Uh, Street Profits versus somebody, Kabuki Warriors. This says Natalia versus Natalia and Beth Phoenix. That'd be actually pretty cool. Uh, Edge and Randy Orton, Cena versus Fiend, Taker Styles, Goldberg Reigns. God, I hate that match. Uh, Flair and Ripley, Lynch and Baszler, and Lesnar and McIntyre. Those are 16. Lesnar and McIntyre has to go on last. Uh, yes. Has to go on last. Yes. There's no other way. You need to end WrestleMania with Drew McIntyre holding out the WWE title. That's what you should do. What will happen, because Vince is Vince, and I, I officially want to say on this this podcast that I hate his guts with everything I, I, I stand for. He was going to have Goldberg and Reigns as, as the, the main event. And Get it, out of here. It's, it's, uh, I hate him. Um, so here, here's the thing, really quick. We're going to get into Super, super Show. Whoa, damn. That thing was fucking really on there. We're going to get into Super, super Showdown right now, but before we do, mm-hmm. I just want to point this out to you. Sure. There is a possibility that... With everything that's going on with Goldberg and Reigns and Fiend and Cena and Brock and Drew, there's a possibility that that Vince is really trying to kind of sort of pull one over on everybody by having all of these young talents, all of these proven young veterans, grizzled young veterans, if you would. (laughs) If you have all of these young guys taking on the top guys of yesteryear, in a sense, it would put over everybody so much more than if you had, let's say, Elias versus John Cena. If you have the Fiend beating John Cena, you have this sort of mental game you can build up up until WrestleMania. You could you could even not have them fucking talk at all until WrestleMania, and it would still build up the Fiend so much more. Mm. If you have, you're going to have more than likely Drew go over Brock. So that's going to be another win for the for the young guys, and with the whole Goldberg Roman situation, it's really like Vince knows Goldberg is going to get booed so much, even though he is Goldberg and he was a box office attraction, mm. he's going to get booed so much that people will have no fucking choice than to cheer for Roman Reigns. Which is just a Vince classic move, and it just it, yeah, it all just sucks. <laughs> it all just sucks. Um, it would make up for it in my mind if you have those three young guys win from those three specific matches. That is what's going to deter. I, I think this WrestleMania could build the future of this product. In that sense, where you don't really need guys. You're going to have guys coming back for those novelty matches. Everybody knows that. But you don't really... Whoa, that was impressive. You don't really need the guys... Uh, you don't really need them all that much. Obviously, Taker's going to come back. Obviously, if you don't really need Goldberg coming back every year. Every five years, maybe. Something like that. Every five years. <laughs> He'll be 60 by the time the next time he comes back. <laughs> Uh, or or at all, you don't need them at all. Did you, okay, let's just get into it because I, I I can't stand that I had to see that uh, that jackknife powerbomb 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We're not calling that. A, we're and not calling that. We are not calling that a jackknife. That was straight up a bro hammer. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't even that. That was a suplex, and it was a shitty suplex at that. At least, at least Riddle now it puts him up at least you know for a second or two. Because he can. Because he is, he in his words, a fucking stallion. So Goldberg basically just looks good. It just he just can't hold up anything anymore. Did you ever see Step Brothers? Sure. Remember when John C. Riley goes, "I've had the, <laughs> I've had the young calf. I mean, I've had, I've had the old bull." Right. Now I want the young calf. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the situation. It's the same exact thing. All right. Um, I I texted you guys. I said to you, I, I, I don't, you, you hadn't watched it yet. And I said, you know, from what I've seen, other than the last match, I enjoyed. Other than the last and the first match, because the first match was, was god-awful. Viking Raiders and OC, Raiders took that one. I did not consider that the first match. Um, that's I for, didn't watch it. Talking about on the pre-show. That was the first match <clears> to me. The two-way the two way two way. I don't. I see. They didn't pronounce the Q, and it really threw me off. The two way, the two way trophy. It's a prestigious the two way trophy gauntlet match. I thought it was two way. It is, and that's how it's spelled. But for some reason, whoever was announcing it just didn't. It's. It, it was Michael Cole because yeah. he kept saying prestigious, and if if he said it another time, I think he said it a total. It's of almost like the Q was half silent. Fifty seven times, and if he said it a fifty eighth, I would have reached my hand to the uh, TV. This was. Um, Interesting in the fact that our truth got put over like this, and I'm I uh, while I'm watching, I'm like, wait, he has a he has a special on the network right after, right after. I wonder if this is a coincidence. Oh, Vinny, oh you, CBO. If he went over all those people, like in this match, if our truth went over everybody, it would have been electric, and that's how you could have put him into a fucking match with Brock Lesnar. Brock yes. Lesnar versus R-Truth at Elimination Chamber for the WWE title. We know that Brock is going <laughs> to win. going to win. We know that Brock's going to win. But if you have this match kind of being like, oh, by the way, whoever wins is also going to get a shot at at Brock Le- at the WWE Championship before mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That would have been awesome. Can't do that now because, uh, you know, Undertaker. Which I didn't understand that either. So I the, loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved every second of it. I was, I was waiting for the time where Undertaker was coming. We knew he was in Saudi Arabia, all that stuff. Yes. Which, he just so <laughs> happened to be in Saudi Arabia. My ass. I just... <laughs> yeah, who just happens to be in Saudi Arabia? Who just happens to be somewhere where I can take my wife, but she has to be covered from head to toe? Nobody. They I answered, don't think he did. Answered, no, he didn't. I'm he just didn't, saying, yeah. if you had to bring your wife, yeah. Why, you know, I just I, I take a vacation to, to Saudi Arabia. Um, with that being said, I appreciated... The the drama in that Ray got his ass kicked, and then the next shot, of course, you were waiting for it, and you just see his feet and the coat go by, and I thought that was really cool. And the pop. And the pop that that got was amazing. I think that Styles, because the, the, the trophy, the prestigious trophy, again, that we were drilled into our heads that it's prestigious, means absolutely nothing now because... The t- Taker won it, and he's never going to bring it to any event. Ever. Ever. Whereas if Styles won it, he could at least have you know, toted it around and been like, yeah, I'm the trophy winner. Now, hang on. Let's say AJ Styles faces The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I mean, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. That. You said it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we know that's going to happen. Right. Imagine American Badass Undertaker comes oh. out, and on the back of his motorcycle, he's got a chopper. We know that. He'll, he'll chop her down. Sure. But on the back, instead of having that you know spike that comes back up, you know, off the back, you just have the trophy hanging off the back. <laughs> That'd well, be awesome. Go. Bring it back. Because, yeah, it, it meant absolutely nothing. The match meant absolutely nothing because the, it, the trophy rolling, meant nothing. Rolling, rolling, rolling. So, yeah, it was B that. plus for that match. All right. New Day and uh, Miz and John Morrison. I had a feeling that this was going to 
be what it was with uh, the Miz and Morrison. I taking. thought I thought that New Day was going to win. To be honest, did you? Yes, I did. Okay, I really did. But then again, I only, th- I only thought that because nothing can really bury the New Day. This is true. I only thought that because Miz and Morrison uh, were getting beaten every week, so there had to be some sort of payoff with that. This is true. Um, like otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. That he's gonna, they're going to lose again. So they're your new tag team uh, champs, and I'm um, pretty sure Miz has another season of Miz and fucking Misses coming out. Oh yeah, soon. Well, or out now. It's on now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Carrillo and Garza. So you had this other match with New Day and Miz and Morrison, which the the crowd was actually really into, and then you get into this match and it, it just died. Yeah. And, um, not the, of, of all the matches that the two of them had together, this this is not the, their best match. Um, it just it's well. That's it's, why this match led into the match from. This week on Raw, right? To kind of make up for that. Um, it's it's hard. I, I never wrestled in my life, but I understand. I could see if I had put myself in their shoes. It's tough to be able to wrestle in a match, as I saw live with Reigns and McIntyre last year at Mania. It's hard to be in a match where the previous match was either so good or so people were so invested. Yeah, in they it were entertained by the by the previous. You match. can't keep carrying that over. It, it's draining for people yeah. that are watching that to kind of keep going into that kind of excitement every match um hence why last year they had to pump in crowd noise <laughs> to uh what do you mean last year every year it's this is true this is very true yeah. um street profits see this didn't make sense to me so this th- knowing knowing what we know now that right. happened on on raw yeah knowing that that the street profits win the titles why wouldn't they just win it there win it there since apparently that's a bit the big uh is here's the- a hot topic Saudi Arabia is racist towards black people. There you go. So they couldn't win there, but they can win back in the States. Yeah. Got it. God damn, uh, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it makes sense that they they would lose this one. and then Like have, Kanye, Saudi does not care about black about people. About black people. Uh, uh, well, black- we got another fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Myers and that skit, man. That, that, that thing, man. Yeah. God bless him. This match, I you know didn't mind it. I didn't mind it all either. It was just the, the idea, that, yeah, they're going to lose this and then have a ridiculous stipulation on Raw that this is the last chance that they ever get <laughs> at the tag team titles. Of course they're going to win. Um, but yeah, so this was, uh, it was a very good match with the two of them, with the four of them. Um, oh, buddy, I miss you. Uh, yeah, the undefeated, <laughs> the undefeated Mansoor versus Dolph Ziggler. If this guy could actually wrestle anywhere else but Saudi Arabia, yeah, I think he'd be he'd have a Goldberg streak, yeah, and be champion. Yeah, he would, like, but he can't. Like heavyweight champion. Yeah, he can't because <laughs> why? He just can't wrestle outside of Saudi Arabia. No, he just won't get a pop anywhere. Nobody knows him. Right. Everybody just knows him as this guy who goes undefeated, undefeated when they go to Saudi Arabia for so some fucking reason. They know him there. Yeah, but what do you what you're gonna have a match every? He's gonna have what three matches every fucking every year? He's undefeated, right? He's got like a, a Undertaker streak going on. He's like four zero. Yeah, I know that. Right. I understand that. To me, he's amazing. But so you're just gonna have him televised one, you know, two two matches a year. Oh God, speaking of part time, holy shit! Yeah, right. <laughs> Good for him. Sign that deal. There's no NXT Saudi. I mean, like, where the hell else is he wrestling? NXT house shows. <laughs> is he losing there? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I think he does commentary too for one of the. Things. Oh my god! It's just it. The whole thing's a shit show. And and yeah, Ziggler. Other than the fact that he's about to probably fight Otis at uh, at Elimination Chamber, um, wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that. It's just his his stock just blah, um, blah. blah. Speaking of blah stock, <laughs> Brock Lesnar and Ricochet. Um, 
and ha- also having known now what we now what we should have known then, uh, or it would be nice to have known that Ricochet in this match was uh, basically going to get his this the start of the the burial, the beginning of the end. Yes, which is you know what, it's unfortunate because Ricochet. This is the match where he picked out his casket. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this was it. Ricochet is an amazing talent, and that's not surprising anybody. It's not a hot take. He's an amazing talent. The fact that he is in this match to begin with is a credit to him, even though it was a squash. Yep. With that being said, you've now taken him. Uh, Murphy's still okay. Black is starting to take a, a dive. Cedric Alexander is done. Ali is nowhere to be found. You've taken yet. these guys yet. Uh, you, you've, but you've essentially taken these guys who I, I said yesterday to a friend of mine that the it's like the the equivalent of WCW's uh, cruiserweights when you had Jericho and Saturn and the Malenko, mm-hmm. uh, Benoit. Eddie. You had all these guys that were like they were amazing, but they were always put like down as yeah. far as as far as the level. And even if some, even if one of them, like they would do, it like once in a blue, they would have like Jericho fight a, a main eventer, and then they would get squashed and put back down. You just had the same situation here. So now, and we're saying all this to say is that if you did not know that McMahon, his reports are saying that McMahon is done with Ricochet as far as pushing him. Yeah, and that is just unfortunate. So I think, <laughs> I, I foresee at some point that he's going to just get tired of of getting squashed, as saw on Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Um, and then ask for his release. Ask for his release and and skyrocket in AEW. Yep, probably. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. It's either that or you know when was Ricochet the most over? Uh, NXT. Yeah, and right after NXT when he came to the main roster, kind of. Right. Yeah. Wait, when he, when he that, was teaming with Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Right. Right. So why don't you just have him work another program with Alistair Black? You can have them tag. You can have them face each other. That's when both of them were at, you know, kind of their peak, unfortunately, in right. in WWE. Right. Just sad. Just yeah, all I kinds know. of sad and all kinds of short with this match. And, uh, I mean, Lesnar's not a, a Goldberg type. Like, you can go a little longer with this. You you already had a squash match with Kofi, which made and no sense And he does also. very well with the uh, – he does very well with the, the cruiserweight type of wrestler. He does, and he said, and he said he, he's gone on record as saying that he likes working with a cruiserweight ty- style wrestler. Just, yeah, um, like Styles, Finn. Uh, he he's had some good matches with some with some smaller competitors, but uh, I don't know why this didn't fucking go. This went what seven seconds? If, if, if that, it's, it was like it was a, like four a seconds longer than the fucking yeah. the Kofi match, which was very unfortunate. No, that was just that. Speaking of squash, it's like it's like a fiend's kind of squash right there with Kofi. Um, yeah, all it yeah. It's, it's, just it's, go it's, to the next match. I don't give a shit about this about, one anymore. Took about two minutes, and that was that. Speaking of not not giving a shit, um, King <laughs> that Corbin was funny because dog food shit, shit, shit. Corbin and Reigns and their final thank God uh, encounter. I didn't mind this match. Um, Thought it was a good match. I mean, the match itself was good. I just feel like the people that were in it, I, I didn't care about the story. And I've been done with the story for the last like month. Yeah, it just absolutely. It's, it's been ba- dead and buried, and it's it's like way too long. And so finally, they they put it to bed. Thank um, the Lord. But yeah, no, the match was match was fine for the steel cage match. It was good. Uh, I think Corbin is just not the person to carry this mantle of king. And it, by the way, speaking of him, it was according to uh, Paul Heyman, it wasn't supposed to be. Corbin, no. it was supposed to be Jason Jordan. 
Really? That was supposed to get the push. Yeah. That Corbin's getting? Yeah. Against Reigns. Uh, no, just in general, the push. The King push. The push. Not necessarily the King, but he had Corbin was having a push before he got King title. Yeah. So it was supposed to be Jason Jordan before he got hurt. Unbelievable. Imagine how that would have been or if we'd even cared. And we wouldn't have. I think we would care about fucking King Corbin more, okay. if I'm being completely honest. I, I tend to agree. Uh, Bailey and Naomi for the title. Um, yeah, exactly. Huh. I just, I'm like, ah. And you know why it's ah? Because I, I, I say it again, I love Bailey as a heel. Yes. I feel some, for some reason it's every single damn match. It's like something goes on or she's not either putting her all into it or that's just maybe who she is. <laughs> I yeah. Don't, I don't know. She's healing her way out of a lot of matches and I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm not really that mad about it. I wish this match would have been a little better. Mm. I wish that Naomi would have won. But, you know. Like for a women's match in, in this spot, I think uh, uh, Lacey and Natalia last year were... Way better. was a way better match. Um, but yeah, it's just... Uh, I feel the same way about Naomi, too. I'm not, like, really thrilled with either one of them as far as, like, wrestling goes. But as a, as a heel, she's great. It's just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. I'm like, eh. What, what kind of grade did they give it? I gave it a B-. Um, it's a couple, right. a couple as as Bailey matches go, there were, like, two or three, like, botch spots in there. And uh, you kind of just, like, pass over and move on. But yeah, it was okay. It was all right. Um, and then we get to the main event. And Bray Wyatt. What main event? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Bray Wyatt and Goldberg uh, just tore the roof off the place. It was the the, the shittiest way. I've, I've been waiting and waiting. And I said to you, I'm going to freaking go off. And I, I think things have subsided yeah, they <laughs> since. Have. It's kind of like, but in the moment. Because you kind of start thinking about WrestleMania. You're like, all right, now, all right, okay, well, you know, this this might be able to be reconciled, maybe. So it shouldn't have to be. It shouldn't have to be, no. It should be the same as, as it was. And you, you took this character that you took so much time to build and your hottest character, and you just squashed him in five seconds because you want to put a 53-year-old man uh, over. And yeah. have him ha- because you think he's the bigger name to go into Mania, and I say you could have had an amazing draw if you had Fiend and Reigns. Yeah, but here's the thing: Reigns would have been booed, and that's what they're trying to get away from. I uh, I get it. Yes, I agree. Because having the Fiend go up against John Cena, you're gonna it'll be a it'll be a yay boo type of thing. Cena's always gonna get those you suck chants. Mm-hmm. Cena sucks. Everybody knows that. It's just going to be the way things go. Right. Fiend is going to get a pop. That Cena-Fiend match is a match they're not worried about what kind of pop either competitor is going to get. Right. Because it doesn't matter. Both of them are over. John Cena's been over for the past 15 years, no matter what anyone says. Right. And the Fiend is crazy over, even after this horrific fucking loss. Uh, it's the, 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 the backlash on this was equal to, if not more... I don't know, probably equal to uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell was just insane as far as like the social media backlash. Yeah, but which one? Which one do you think got more backlash? This one or the Goldberg Undertaker match? Uh, this one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I had to think about it, I mean, it was, it was the idea of the Goldberg got concussed. He had a crappy match, and Undertaker was pissed. Yeah, this was you just you. You, again, you didn't you, want it to happen. You don't want it to happen I, to hit with him. <laughs> you could have had it with someone that's current. I understand, but 
and I and I thinking as far as what you just said, as far as having a heel and a face, and having him Goldberg be the heel, you can sacrifice him. That's great because he's not a full timer. I I now understand. I I agree with that. But with that being said, I still think that you could have made like Fiend and Reigns can be like a SummerSlam match, which it, it looks like according to reports it will be. So if Cena uh, lets Fiend go over and Goldberg, what loses, do you mean Cena lets Fiend go over? All right, if, if Fiend wins and Goldberg if loses... If Fiend decides to win, because he obviously <laughs> decided to lose in this match. Is that what you think? Yes. Okay. Because we don't... We, at, listen, once we stop talking about this match, I will never talk about Super Showdown again. Fine. This I will not talk about this match ever again. What Thursday? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know the funny thing with, with wrestling is that... I'm going to talk about this later on, too, is that... We just we we build and build and build. This was built in two weeks. Like Goldberg, just for some reason, can't uh, stay longer than two weeks as far as building a storyline. This was built and built and built, and then you have the match, and then Fiend the, the very next day has John Cena come out have this this big thing, this big uh, impassioned speech about how he's done with wrestling. And the irony is that Cena said that I'm going to let the, the younger guys get over. I'm going to step out of the way. Meanwhile, you just you just put the belt on, on this a old guy, old on a 53-year-old guy. Yeah. So you just did the total opposite of what your boss in the back just wanted to do. And now Fiend is going after Cena the next day. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is just, you, you, it's very fickle. This, it was just the worst. Just the absolute worst decision to possibly make. I'm, I'm hoping that all the reports are correct, that he's going to go on to some sort of program with Reigns after all the part-timers are gone and get his belt back. And there you go. That's that was your super showdown. I'm spent. Um, from the from the lowest of lows, and I didn't mind the pay per view until we got to that last match. And I'm like, shit. I really hope that I'm really looking forward to seeing this pay per view on Saturday. And oh, yeah. it did not disappoint, ladies and gentlemen. AEW Revolution. Wow. Um, I really wish we could have recorded a show before, but whatever. <laughs> that would have been nice. Um, even the even the buy-in for this, like this is how you do a buy-in. Like you had SCU versus the Dark Order, and as we are both not fans of said Dark Order, um, it was still intriguing to kind of see at the end there what they were going to do. So the match was again was really good, and and like many spots here and there with SCU and um uh, and uh, I love how they brought out uh, CD as kind of this. I guess you would describe it as a red herring. So he kind of that he was the exalted one. He kind of he was walking out. He planted that when they had the interview uh, in the beginning. Yeah. we were talking and they were talking on the mic, and then he, Christopher Daniels, cut off uh, Scorpio, and, and uh, you can see Scorpio like getting pissed. you could see his eyes. Yeah, like, mm, he's right, getting pissed. We're doing this shit yeah. now. <laughs> he was getting all pissed. Right. So fast forward to the end of the match, where yeah, uh, it wasn't even a CD that came out first. It was the cult. The cult of personality. <laughs> the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The cult uh-huh. of personality. Uh-huh, see, Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Chicago's own yeah. Colt Cabana comes out and uh, gives some comeuppance to the Dark Order on behalf of SCU. Just yeah, it was weird though because he came out and then he got his ass kicked. And, and then and then it turned out Colt Cabana is all elite and he has signed with All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, as well as which is I forgot to get to do this earlier. Lance Archer. Lance Archer. So I hope we have a. I don't see Archer obtaining the world championship anytime soon, but I would love to see a storyline between Moxley as a champion and Lance Archer. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Or you have Moxley align with Lance Archer, also a possibility. Oh, although I don't know how he feels about stables nowadays because you know WWE was his whole 
stable mm. time, I guess you would call it. Get, get, you couldn't have get, gotten out there quick, quick enough. Um, the exalted one appeared the until appeared. Daniels emerged from underneath. Oh, whatever. So he pulled like a like a little uh, Vince McMahon. It was me, Austin. Um, came out and then you didn't know who's going to attack, and he attacks Dark Order, and that was the end of that. So, still, no reveal of the exalted one until maybe tonight. Until tonight. Oh, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Okay. So C plus. I agree with that. Okay. Um, and then we get to the, the main card and. <sighs> See, this I would have given a C plus to. Dustin Rose versus Jake Hager. I love this match if it wasn't for fucking Steven. Okay. This This motherfucker. Your once a week uh, Steven rant. Go ahead. This motherfucker. And I feel like, unfortunately, every time I talk about him, it always just is preceded by this motherfucker. (laughs) But this motherfucker, man. Uh, He called the exact spot five minutes earlier from when... Dustin was gonna kiss Jake's girl. Explain quickly. Explain what happens between the two of you. That he said. Okay, so when the beginning of the match started, like they were going at it a little bit. The match had gone underway. Stephen goes, I don't know why they're uh, emphasizing his girl on ringside. It doesn't make any sense. And then he was like, What if uh, this was at the time where Dustin was rolling out of the ring? He goes, what if Dustin goes up to Jake's girl, kisses her right on the lips, and smudges all of his makeup on her? Well, not all of it, but, you know, smudges a good amount of makeup on her. And you said? And I said, and I quote, if that happens, I will give you $5 right now. (laughs) And what happened? As soon as that happened, I got up out of my seat. And I walked out. No, you I'm did. kidding. I, <laughs> you did. I, was I got up out of my seat. I got that $5. And I was like, shut the fuck up for the rest of the night, please. <laughs> you did. I was I was like, where the hell is he going? And then, yeah. You t- like, immediately as that happened, as soon as, as soon as he locked lips with Jake's girl, I got up out of the seat, and I fucking got $5 for this goddamn <laughs> fucking You're kid. a man of your word. Um, this match. A black always play, pays his debts. Could have been worded better, but yeah, you really, get the point. Yeah, really. That was... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, this should not have been in hindsight, and that's probably the title of the show. In hindsight, this should not have been the first match. <laughs> it is now. Uh, it is. Now. <laughs> in hindsight, this should not have been the first match. In hindsight, it should have been probably Darby Allen and uh, and Sammy Guevara. Wow. But that was that wasn't the case, and so be it. That's that's it is what it is. Um, for someone who I was looking forward to actually seeing for the first time in AEW actually wrestle. He's kind of like I've, I saw this with you, and I saw it again, and I'm just watching the matches. I'm like, he's he's more of like an MMA guy that can do like a couple wrestling moves. I'm not impressed with him. Uh, I know he's like the big bad for for uh, Inner Circle. It just see, here's the thing. He Jake is. I agree with you in the sense that he is an MMA guy, but in his wrestling, you can see his amateur wrestling background. Yes, no, you can. Like, because Brock and him pretty much have the same type of wrestling background. Right, right. But Brock has worked in the business so long, he knows how to get over without having to really use his wrestling background. Mm. I mean, obviously, Suplex City, all that type of stuff. But still, Jake, it seems like he now wants to emphasize that MMA background that he has and that he's acquired over the past couple of years. All right. So yeah. I like the match. I really uh, did. I, I like Catalina. Actually, that's uh, Hager's uh, wife's name. Yeah. 
It's the fucking Catalina it's a, wine it's mixer. A wine mixer. <laughs> um, that, like, as I said, I think Allen and Gravara should have should have been the opener because this match was fire. Um, yeah, just, it was fire. Just the the I, the and you know what? I, kudos to Gravara for this match because I, I every every time I see him, he always gets jobs. He always loses, but this was the first time I've seen him lose where it made him look good <laughs> in losing. And I know Allen had to win this after getting his ass kicked and getting his throat, you know, disseminated. But I was very impressed with Guevara's uh, performance. And Allen is is going to be at some point uh, your AEW champion. Yeah, yeah, he will, one hundred percent. At some point, this match that you see right here mm. is going to be for the AEW World Title. I can see it. One hundred percent. Actually, these two, these two guys are really good. They, yeah. I mean, they're really good. And uh, they it, gave it a shay. Gave it a Absolutely, I agree with that. We say when we say that we're looking at Bleacher Report. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, and then the tag team title match versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks. All right, please. I have a qualm about this. Dave Meltzer came out and said that this was the best tag team match he's ever seen. Ever. 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 It's a long time. Ever. <laughs> long time forever it's a mighty long word i don't agree with that okay to me it will always be the tlc match or the latter match I, excuse me with uh, edge and christian yeah edge christian the hardy, hardy boys, boys dudley boys Dudley boys okay yeah got it i, I agree think, did both of those spell their boys with z yes huh, that's funny <laughs> got the 90s i love the 90s man <laughs> that was such a 90s thing it's gotta yeah, be it z. The boys. Gotta be z boys the boys um so this as you could have just imagine, it was Spot Fest 2020, and it but it was it was. Good I wasn't Spot mad at it. No, I wasn't mad I at wanted, it. Either. But what did we say when that match got you know I'm pretty much past sitting, thirty minutes? I'm sitting there eating my pizza, and I'm going, "Oh, that pizza! That was so good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> like, what was it? Uh, chicken vodka. Chicken vodka. Woo! Woo! Oh my god! I'm dreaming about it now. All right. Um, the, go back uh, to the match. <laughs> sitting eating that pizza, and I go, "Huh? This match is." Really long. Really long. <laughs> it's a really, really long. long match. And there were points where they could have definitely cut it down. And I think that even the great Dave Meltzer, um, if he was if he were to be sitting here, I could say to him, some matches aren't good when they're long. You yes. can have an amazing five minute match and or you can have an amazing thirty minute match. Like uh, the co main event. Uh like the co main event. On tonight, that five minute match. Uh you can have <laughs> you can have an amazing thirty minute Iron Man match like Omega and, and Ben Pack. Oh. And you can have a match that just is amazing but can be shortened and I and for me this was that kind of match and I I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, we must have said at least five times when they kicked out, we were like Oh, oh, we could have ended it there. <laughs> it could have oh, been, we it could have, have ended, ended it there. Like you just had your 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 main spot. That, and watching that again, the main spot that you could have ended it was when Hangman Page did the uh, uh, what's what's Omega's finishing the V trigger. The V trigger. You could have had it f- finish right there because you just had you had Page do another person's move, finishing move, and it was an awesome spot. Uh, the one winged angel. Sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, off his shoulders. You could, you could have ended it there, yep. and yet you didn't. And so I just it. I understand it's it's the mania principle, WrestleMania principle. You can have a match where, like, if it's on Raw SmackDown, where you do the finisher once and you're done. But since it's mania, you can do a Tombstone Pile Driver to Shawn Michaels 15 times and he's still going to kick out because yeah. it's mania. Whereas this, I, I get it. And they are trying to, I've heard they're trying to build this as their WrestleMania. I didn't get that feel. 
I didn't get the feel from the match, but I got the no, feel I from I'm not, before. I'm talking about in general. I didn't get the feel. Uh, for the, the pay-per-view, I didn't get it. I got it more so from Double or Nothing. Yeah. That's because um, it was the first one. Right. But it's it's like the, the stage and the and like Was the, that Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah. 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 It's like it's MGM and like it's, you know, this was like it's some hall in Chicago. Big fight, <laughs> like, big fight arena. Yeah. This yeah, was not a big true. fight arena. Um, Sears Center, my, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's something big. Something with at least like, you know, like 20,000 people or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. This was, I don't know. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I, it, the the titles are retained by Omega and Page, and then, uh, with the with the back and forth, just going back and forth, and you kind of get feel get the feeling that Matt Jackson is just about to turn heel, and he didn't, and then you get the feel that Omega was going. Like that's what I liked about the storytelling in the story with this fight was that you kind of see because they were both faces, which team was actually going to turn, and then you get to the end of the match, and Page is standing outside the ring. Yeah, and he's the rope, and he locked, cocked, <laughs> and ready to hit that fucking. Oh man, I should have had this on deck. Uh, Buckshot Larry. There you go, Buckshot Larry on Omega. We'll fix it in post. We can cut That's that. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mistakes. Uh, the Buckshot Larry yeah, on Omega, no. and just and then he's just like, no, I'm a hold, I'm a hold the rope for yeah, you, he's man. Like, Come on, let's go. Come on, brother. <laughs> it's just amazing. Let's do it. Amazing, amazing storytelling. Hey Vince, just just take take a look. All right, please. Love of God. You know what the good thing about AEW is mm. that Vince will never see. Have you, do you watch Being the Elite at all? Sometimes. Do you know like the whole merch freak gimmick that no. that Nick Jackson has going on? No. So sometimes he'll just go like, remember Festus? Sure. So picture like reverse Festus. Sometimes. You mean you'll see? Sure. <laughs> sometimes he'll just get this blank face over him and he'll do magic and then merch will disappear. <laughs> merch freak mind freak merch he has a, merch freak it's fucking hilarious and Nick okay. and Matt has this whole thing where he loves coffee so okay. he tries to give everyone coffee okay. everybody he has a coffee he has a coffee maker in his locker room okay. which is a bathroom <laughs> okay. okay if they were in a in, if they were in WWE 1000% they would have been split up and they would have been the merch freak and the barista yes 100% <laughs> Which is why I love AEW because uh, they don't fucking do that shit. That, that nonsense that Vince pulls, that bullshit. Um, this isn't the '80s anymore, Vince. No, it's not, and he treats it like it is. Oh man. Um, so the Statlander and Nyla Rose match. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was okay, and I I was. It's kind of like the the thing where it just seems like it has a slow pace, and it should be a little faster pace. And they're both strong, but they're both trying to like get one over on the other, and yeah, it's, it's kind of a slow. lot of botches in this one. So the main botch being that Statlander had Rose on the top uh, turnbuckle, yeah, and she completely her her right foot, left foot, completely missed the rope when she was trying to stand on it, and she basically had to at that moment when she was dropping toss Rose yeah. over her shoulder. All core strength. Yeah, a good listen. Good for you, Statlander. It's that's your buff. I, the, <laughs> I get it. The other botch from that match was the. Uh, the spot where Nyla had uh her on the top rope, and she had her by her uh by her legs. Yes, and then power bombed her, but she, her feet were still feet. on the other side of oh, the, the ropes. ropes. <laughs> so she kind of like went through the rope. She was unless like kneeling detach, down. Yeah, unless you're going to detach your your legs from your body. Yeah, that's like how that works. Yeah, B minus. All right. Uh Cody and MJF. Um, match of the night, possibly. Can uh, match of the night or tattoo of the night? <laughs> Yo, how long were we talking about that? I thought okay. 
So he comes. It could have been two minutes. It could have been ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think, was, I think it was the entirety of the match. It was. The, it was somewhere halfway through. We were like, oh, "Wait, that's a real. That's a real tattoo." I would say it's about a quarter of the way through, just because how many times I was saying before, like he even got into the ring. Mm. It's like, all right, his brother, good at doing makeup. We know that. If there's any smudge on this at all, right. it's not a it's tattoo. Not, right. And, sure and I was so invested in watching his motherfucking neck the whole time. Yeah. Just to see if there was maybe a little smudge. And then Steven goes on Twitter. And he's like, nope, real tattoo, guys. Just, I'm like, okay. He cool. just got it in Chicago. Yeah, he, I know. He just got it. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, what what, what, and why would you get a tattoo there? I don't understand you have the one tattoo. You have the, uh, the visible. No regrets. <laughs> really? Why, why you not even one letter? Why? Not even one letter? <laughs> no regret. <laughs> no re- regret. No regrets. Regret. Regrets. Why would you put it on your neck? Well, yeah, you have dude. the rest of your body. Like you, you have one tattoo that the says "Dream" on your, your chest. The rest of your body is clean. The dream is in a perfect and, spot, and it's fading away. How about you put that on the other side of your chest? You put that tattoo exactly where MJF has that lion on his arm. There you go. Yeah, on your arm. Put it on exactly. your exactly, not your damn neck. So you put it right here, literally, on right your, there on your bicep, right there. Yeah, on your tricep. You give, you give a little. You do right. At the bottom of your shoulder muscle, mm-hmm. that's where you put it. Just if you want to put more on top, you could put more on top. You have that choice. And if not, yeah, look, see, see how high this one yeah, is. Right, there's nothing to put on top over right. here. This one, not that high. I could still, you could still, I could stuff. still work with my shoulder. You have it on your neck. <laughs> yeah, on your neck. You, there's no going back. We just jumped into it. I'm sorry I, for anyone who didn't see it. Cody Rhodes has a huge ass tattoo on his neck, and it's just. It's, I love the tattoo. Don't get me wrong. No, the tattoo looks amazing. Fire. It's it's his, his symbol. It's the placement. It's yes. <laughs> it's and the then Brandy comes out and says, oh, I, "I didn't want it. She didn't want it." And there's <laughs> there's also a Go- GoFundMe page for the removal of the tattoo. <laughs> As if he's gonna do it, but I find it funny that people are like, "We need to raise money for him to get yeah, this laser off his neck." <laughs> As if he didn't go through enough pain to get this tattoo now. Now you have to go through laser, Dusty, which is worse. Dusty had no tattoos. Yeah, Goldust has a shit ton of tattoos. True. Cody has probably the worst placement of a tattoo ever. Of all, yeah. it just <laughs> gradually went down. Yeah. Like, yeah, no tattoos, really good that. tattoos, but a lot, and then a neck tattoo. You, with your your second son, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> you always get a neck tattoo to build off of something else that you already have on your body. Like you go up from there. You like you don't just start there and then go down. My buddy that I work with just got his neck done within the past year. He got mm. two sides. He got two portraits of women. He's got fucking full tattoos all over his body. Right. His arms are completely done. His his fucking stomach is almost all the way done. He's got tattoos everywhere. Right. And now he just recently put a skull on the middle, like right, right as, at, his, at his Adam's apple. Okay. But it's like, yo, uh, he didn't start with the skull right, right. right in the middle <laughs> of his chest. He started on his arms, went down, and then it was like, all right, I got no more room. Where am I going? Got to go up. So there was no match because everybody was was shocked about this tattoo. No, there was a match. It was uh, MJF, which actually I thought was his best match in AEW. Um, and the idea of having Wardlow outside and having Brandy Rhodes do a dive onto Wardlow and getting caught and then Arn Anderson getting the mix mix uh, there and then Cody hitting him in the shoulder and they're saying that he got hit in the face. That was, that was very funny. But – uh the back and forth with MJF and Cody, and then MJF has that damn ring and just clocks yeah. him, clocks him, and the entire arena is stunned when he gets the three count. Um, but the did you gr- expect that? Or great mood is playbook. Did you did you expect MJF for the win, or did you think that Cody going through all, uh, this was all match, the stipulations that he went through? This was, was a match this? that I thought could go either way, and I'll always be the one to say whoever gets the entrance doesn't get the victory at the end of the night. I'm a very firm believer a believer of that. I, it may not always work out. As seen by Jericho, but yes, go ahead. Yes. It may not always work out, 
Wait, Jericho was the... That's exactly... You're talking about entrances. Yeah. Right. Whoever gets the entrance doesn't get the match. That's what I'm saying. Okay, never think, mind. Think about I had it. something completely, <laughs> completely different in my head. Think about it, yes. But yes, the exact same situation. Cody got the entrance. Right. He got the live band. Yes. MJF got the win. Yeah. Even though MJ, MJF's entrance was also fire. Yes. Straight up Burberry scarf yes. on right, the, <laughs> right, right to the ring. Right on the ramp, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, I don't think Cody's winning this. Just, I don't know why I have that feeling in my head. I always thought that's it, some like wrestling logic right there. I just I, I like that they went that route because it wasn't expected. But I I was just in wrestling logic having the expected route of he went through all these stipulations and all these things to kind of get to this point, and then he's going to win it. He has to win it. It's, it's he wouldn't have gone through ten lashes for the, for nothing, and then he did, <laughs> which is yeah. great. So you're just building on the storyline. It gets to go further, um, and then. Match my, of the night. My match of the night. Match yes. of the night. Now, yes. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This was the match of the night. <laughs> you had freshly squeezed. Orange Cassidy versus Pac. And there are just so many people online that still don't get it as far as Cassidy goes. And I always try to like just put my, my, I get it. my you know, shoe on the other foot and kind of try to see what, what, it, what it's about. And, and mostly it's it's the old school guys. Yeah. guys you want to know who it is mostly? Old white males. <laughs> it's those white males. Um, it's those old school guys that just like don't understand the, the idea of something different, and it's got to yeah. be like rough and tumble, and like it has to be like a pack kind of thing. Those are the and, guys that think that that fucking six four two twenty is still the wrestling, you know, right? And if standard. It, if 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 Orange Cassidy was just uh, I forgot his name when he was independent, but if he was that wrestler. He would be on the bottom of the card uh, on uh, AEW oh, Dark. He'd, he'd be tag team if he was in WWE. He'd be tag teaming with No Way Jose on he'd the live shows. He'd be one of the uh, the one the party goes. Yeah, because of this gimmick that he has, which is amazing and it, and it's different. He is the most over the most over person yeah. in all. Uh, uh, Moxley, Jericho, I'm including. Listen, all, nobody else has a shirt. That is a picture of him wearing a shirt. That's a picture of him. <laughs> Come on, man. He does. He, he he tries so little, and then when he did try in this match, it was so over. When he finally like started to hook up and was yeah. was trying to like get over on Pack, he just starts rolling out of the I ring. I appreciate it. Yes, out rolling out. He just kept rolling back and forth. <laughs> when he was hurt, like he would go from one side of the ring to the other. Uh, Pack would uh, would humor him and do like this 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 short little kicks to the shin. Um, until he basically annihilated him, and then Cassidy came back, and it was just you had the entire crowd in the palm of your hand. And if he won that match, good oh, God, good God, <laughs> it would have been mayhem. <laughs> good God. Speaking of which, you're, mayhem. Uh, and I said it before with with Allen. I'm saying it again with Cassidy. You're looking at a future champion. I'll say this again with this match. You could look at a future championship in, match in, right here. In either one. <laughs> in either one. Of Cassidy. Right or Pac. here. Cassidy and Pack. Yeah. Pack is definitely getting a. This a is a future point. AEW World Championship match right here. Orange Cassidy versus. Am Pac. I drawing like a blank as far as like they don't have like a IC belts? Or, nope, not yet. Know, they need to come up. With something. They need they need a mid card title. They, they need a mid, yeah, and that's exactly who the, that would be suited for perfectly. Yes. These two or Darby Allen right now, and then you build that up uh, afterwards. The AEW Middle Eastern Champion. <laughs> Middle Eastern. Sorry, Midwest. <laughs> it's a Midwest mid- championship. It's the Middle Eastern Saudi <laughs> to wake mountain belt. The champion. prestigious. The prestigious belt. Yeah, just an amazing match. And I got an A. Yo, he's a comedy act. He is a fucking comedy he's act. A comedy and act. the match he got with of the, one of the best wrestlers in the world got an A. It, he did 
three DDTs on pack that were just sick. Yeah. <laughs> and I said it before, I'll say it again. Cassidy can wrestle, man. He's, he's an amazing wrestler. Cassidy can wrestle. It's awesome. The only um, thing I don't want to see him do ever is yes. smile the way he did in that ring. It freaked me out. <laughs> he's a freaky smile. Freaked me out. He's a freaky smile. Because he was like cross-eyed and also like, jeez, hi. <laughs> I did not what? understand why... Uh, I know I try to set something up with best friends and Lucha Brothers. I just thought it kind of took away from from the end there um, with the interference. But yeah, Pack takes a win, and it was just it was just really good. Uh, and then the main event, so Moxley and Jericho, and you, wow, you said as far as the the entrance doesn't necessarily get it. One of the best entrances I've, I've I think I've ever seen. Because you had a course. Have you record? Have you uh, memorized it yet? Uh, I'm close. Not there yet, though. I did it. I'm not there. But I fully did it. <laughs> you got it all. all um, it's, it's all. Full, full circle. <laughs> you, you have uh, two weeks to perfect it. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Jericho and Moxley. And, yeah, that entrance, we had the choir going on with uh, singing Judas. And then he comes out, and it was just, just all kinds of fire. I'm pretty sure I said this on Saturday. Wasn't it funny how they had a church choir singing about Judas? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a little ironic. I think I might even have that written down. Don't you think? Um so the, uh, oh, hang yes, on. Please. I'm sorry. We have to get. I, I got to get back to to Orange Cassidy versus Pack for one second. Okay. Because I we I completely missed talking about this. Two lines where got me completely about Orange Cassidy was when he got introduced. He was from wherever. Yes. Weighing <laughs> whatever. Yes. That was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> And then I think it was Excalibur that called him the king of sloth style. <laughs> sloth style. The line of the night. I yeah. said it to you. That it was like the line, line of, of the, the night. night, 100%. The king that of was sloth style. Great. <laughs> the king of sloth style. It was just amazing. Oh. Um, sorry, the fight started in, in the crowd, comes back. He gets put through the table. Moxley does. Gets power slammed through the table, and his head hits the, the ring bell. Mm-hmm. Um, like, spots like that were all over were just insane. Um, I, I, they, they pointed this out on the, on the broadcast. Their ring posts aren't circular. Like, they're not rounded off. No, they're, like, edged. They're edged. So Moxley, when he got driven into that ring post, really got busted open, and it was crazy. Right. It was nuts. And then later on, when he he took that lion tamer and reversed it into a heel lock, whew, god damn. (laughs) You forget what what John Moxley can do outside of WWE. Yeah. Because he hasn't really had a match where he's had to... The Reigns, showcase his right. things. Reigns are taken off. Um, no pun intended. No pun intended, thank you. <laughs> uh, and one of the spots of the night, which I just kept, just kept seeing, maybe because I, I have her on Instagram, but... Um, uh, girl Hebner. A girl Hebner. Aubrey. Uh, with the uh, the 360 throwout of uh, Jake Hager. And yeah. The, the old school tumble of the... The old school circular tumble of the fingers and toss them out. Um, of all three of them. All three gone. Yeah, all three gone, and then it's just Moxley and Jericho, and uh, he hits him with the the paradigm shift with another paradigm shift, two paradigm shifts, and he pins him, and then Moxley cuts the the promo of the year so far. Oh, with, it was so good. <laughs> he's, he's, promo of the decade so far. So I far, think yeah, in a short decade. Um, <laughs> he just he, he's basically you can tell he's just off the cuff, and then the music hits, and he's like, oh, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! What's this shit? <laughs> I wasn't done talking. Uh, just the, the pay per view. I think overall gets gets an A, and it was just it, this is how you do a pay per view. This is how you do matches where it's just like one good thing after another, and even Vince, if there's Vince, something slow, it, it's still it's still good. Vince, I just want you to take into this in, 
take this into account. Mm. Those last two matches both got a, an A grade. Yeah. Those last two matches, I don't give a fuck who was in them, but both of them got the same grade, according mm. to Bleacher Report. Yes. That is insane to think about because Orange Cassidy has wrestled like three times yeah. on well, AEW television. Well, he's wrestled... Like yeah, in tag in tag matches, he's wrestled. Okay, right, right. Kind of. Yeah. If you, but he as, hasn't as, tried. This as, is the first time he tried. He's actually tried <laughs> as a singles competitor. Um, so that was an amazing pay per view. Really quickly before we end the show, uh, to uh, we since we weren't here the last week, the match, uh, one of the best matches ever. Yes. Ever. And we and we said we said that last couple times, which is great. It's great to say that. I said just to you on Saturday that is the best match I've ever seen in my life. Um. And we are talking about Kenny Omega and Pac in the 30-minute Iron Man match. And if you get a chance to watch it online, which is definitely online, um, please do. Because it it goes back and forth. And, th- and thank goodness. I hate when they do Iron Man matches where it's like... And I know they did it with, with Michaels and, and Hart with 0-0. Yeah. And, you know, at least have something going on. And I, I understand that, for the most part, they will always be tied at the end because yeah. that's how you tell a story. But... That's this is how you tell a story. Like between the the slam that he did on the on the the concrete floor, he did a a, a moon salt of the top rope onto the table on where yeah. Omega. It's just amazing. Like the whole match is just amazing. Go check that out if you get a chance. Um, DDTs and, and just like kicking out with, uh, with Tiger finishers. Driver ninety eight. <laughs> I love calls. that call. Um, between that one and uh, best friends, um, so food. Com- uh, uh, was it? So, soul food combo. soul food combo soul food combination I don't know Damn, uh, I I'm, 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 you're losing me on that one I forgot shit that's, that's one of my other favorite ones too um, so the, what did I have from that match there's that um, the preview for tonight for uh, Revolution we got Moxley and Allen versus the Inner Circle with Jericho and Gravara that should be a really good match um, if Cocabana and SCU Taking on the Dark Order, we might get a, uh, a reveal oh, tonight. Hope hopefully, so. oh, it's Cole Cabana and all of the SCU and all of SCU. Okay, so it's a four. And four. All right, yeah, it's got to happen tonight. Uh, it's got to happen tonight. I'm looking forward. To, I, I've never said I've look, I'm looking forward to a Dark Order match. I'm you, actually looking forward to a Dark Order match. You don't even need to have Matt Hardy show up. You just need a video. Package. Video, yes, that's all like you a, need. Have, if you have, if you have the shadow of him, like with the hair, like the broken hair, not even the shadow. All you have is a blank. Okay, picture. Uh, uh, I'll take your shadow into account. Okay, picture the Queen album. Yes, you just have that, but his face is blacked out. Right, you see the single streak <laughs> of yes. white hair, uh-huh. and you hear the laugh in the background. I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry. You imagine like it, it's so it's so funny how Matt Hardy gets tries to get oh, not tries he gets buried intentionally buried by Big Man, and people are just so hyped for him. And they want Matt Hardy. And if if McMahon had any sense, you would have taken that into account as far as the global wants of this character and done something with it. But you screwed up again. Um, the best thing that Matt Hardy did in WWE recently, other than team with his brother, is the Eater of Worlds gimmick. Yeah. That's for, uh, for however many seconds that lasted. Yep. Uh, Pack and Chuck Taylor going at it. Uh, Hager have another match uh, this time with QT Marshall <laughs> in his return. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's, Jake's going to take that one, uh, of course. And then the aftermath of Revolution. Um, so that's AEW tonight. We have NXT. Also, two cage also, matches. Two cam, un- unbelievable. Two steel cage matches. One yeah. with Roderick Strong and the Velveteen Dream, and the other one between Dakota Kai and, and Tegan, Tegan Knox. Knox. Yeah. Uh, so see. somehow that. Reina, 
Reina Gonzalez, hey. Regina. I don't know. Gonzalez, yes. Sir. Gonzalez. Okay. She's gonna show up uh, and get in the ring somehow. That's got. That's got to happen. Finn Balor is apparently doing like a heel face thing going on with Imperium. Okay, so um, Finn Balor, the only championship he hasn't won in WWE is the NXT UK title and the Cruiserweight, obviously, but don't give a shit about that. What about the North American? The only big title. Okay. <laughs> Damn, you got me on that. <laughs> Fuck. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. But I think you have Finn Balor go up against Walter at the next NXT TakeOver. Okay. For the NXT UK title. See, that's... You okay. can even have Finn appear on NXT UK. We're double duty. I really thought that they were going to have uh, uh, like Adam Cole be on the actual WrestleMania card. Um, no. I thought he would be that over. Rhea Ripley's on it, so I would have thought, I would have thought yeah. they would have had him on it. But Here, I'm I'm thinking like Vince. Yeah. We'll have Adam on Survivor Series. We'll have Rhea. We'll have Adam on Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. Rhea gets WrestleMania. Okay. All right, fair enough. I only won one match, though, damn it. <laughs> fair enough. That is your NXT and uh, some Ciampa and Gargano uh, situations there. Uh, last few things here. Raw. Uh, quick hits on Raw. We had uh, <laughs> McIntyre and Lesnar have a confrontation. And Lesnar scream at Drew to pick up the title. On, on take the, the belt! Take the belt. <laughs> on the top of the ramp after he gets Claymore kicked twice. Oh, the second time. Mm-hmm. You, it, it's clear as day. Like, <laughs> and, and the camera's on his face and, the, and just... The, I think Lesnar has no like awareness of anything. He's, shit. he's looking at the camera. He's saying, "Take the belt." Yeah. <laughs> he's screaming at him. And what does he do? He picks up the belt. Uh, Street Profits uh, are your tag team champions for Raw. Um, Ricochet gets buried by Riddick Moss, which is just again we said it before. It just it it just sucks. And that is the first uh, speck of dirt that's going on the grave. On the grave, yes. Um, Alistair Black at least isn't getting fucking. He defeated two out of out of three until Styles uh, yeah. to set up set up to set up Styles and Black for Elimination Chamber. Um, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> electric robot, electronic robot, uh, spider robots. I don't give um, a fuck, bro. That's, that was the I payoff. don't care. That was the payoff. I don't care, ladies and gentlemen. Your payoff for your, for the Eric Rowan cage is a electronic uh, big ass spider. Fuck that. What the shit? Uh, Baszler defeats Kyrie Sane. Mysterio and Carrillo finally win. And Orton <laughs> RKO's Beth Phoenix. Listen, I showed you that picture of uh, Triple yeah, H did. and Stephanie. And it happened. It was close. It happened. It was close. The only thing we needed is a DDT between... Jesus Christ. The only thing we needed was a DDT between the ropes and, uh, you know, a kiss on the... A kiss... A peck on the lips. It happens. Um, last couple of things here. There's still... Uh, 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 worry about obviously the coronavirus and WrestleMania is is still in doubt, not in doubt, but it's it's. Mc, Stephanie McMahon has said that we have to kind of take precautions. Which one do you think gets canceled first, WrestleMania or the Olympics? The Olympics, yeah, yeah. So I don't if the Olympics only because only because it's 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 later on. Well, yeah, that too, but that could lend to reason why the WrestleMania might be canceled because it's so early. People don't know. This is true. Uh, uh, Jonathan Sabor, WWE's Executive Vice President of Special Events, said, given the number of live events that WWE does, it's constantly monitoring global events. There are active and ongoing discussions at, at play internally, like there are in any sector of American business and certainly families as a whole. So I will think those will continue. And that is all based on uh, the WrestleMania 36 plans. Um, Can you imagine Stephanie going up to Vince being, just being like, Dad, we got to worry about this coronavirus. 
Corona what? We'll just serve Modelo. It's okay. <laughs> but Daddy. But um, Daddy. He'll, he'll set up uh, flu shot, uh, CVS flu shot yeah, yeah, stations yeah. everywhere. Come get your pressure, your blood pressure taken and a flu vaccine. And a flu vaccine. We talked about Ricochet getting buried. And meet and greet. <laughs> Fans. <laughs> it's all in one. We talked about Ricochet getting buried. Fans starting a fundraiser to remove Cody Rhodes' uh, neck tattoo. Oh, and last but not least, uh, I will end on this. So we were talking about the idea of storylines and the lack of payoff with storylines and how it's just weird. Well, a couple things. So Rusev hasn't been on TV because Mm -hmm. his contract expired. They didn't renew it. He also had a storyline where you had two people get married. Expired or is expiring? Expired. Oh. Go on. Done. Um, You have two people that got married based on the same storyline and they're together-ish. That storyline broke off into the return of Liv Morgan, who was in love with Lana. Which broke off into the return of Ruby Riot, Riot. who was trying to get revenge on Liv Morgan. And now all that to say, Liv Morgan and Lana are done. Yes. As far as the storyline. And now we got what everybody wanted, which is a defect in the Riot Squad. (laughs) So now all three of them are going against each other. There you go. Fun. It's just my point being is that you will you will have a storyline just start and then just get no payoff whatsoever. Yeah, nah. I still want to know who GTV is. I want to know who the anonymous anonymous uh, raw general manager is. I did it I for want, the Rock. I want I to know, know what that original storyline was too. <laughs> you, you know, you did it for the Rock. The original <laughs> idea for the storyline. Just it all just sucks. Uh, finish your storyline. Stop it, Vince. Stop being bored. It's like he has a toy that that he just gets bored with so easily. He's just like right, I'm done. I, I, I'm not you just done. hear Vince going. It won't work. Why didn't it work? Just <laughs> work, damn it. Nothing. Nothing works because he's just bored. Uh, revolution numbers were better than uh, full gear, which is a good sign. And WWE's goal is to open NXT Japan by the end of this year. And that is I can see that happening. Everything wrestling related. I don't know why they would do Japan first. As opposed to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you got Mansoor on a, on a show. Monsoors are fucking NXT NXT SA champion, <laughs> not to be confused with Angel Garza, who's the NXT SA champion. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. That was that was inconsiderate. Good lord, um, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. We want to thank you guys so much for coming out. It's 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 good to be back. It's good to have like I like the sometimes I like the shows where we can just like get like two weeks of stuff and just go into everything at once yeah because i i'm if i for my own sanity somehow create shorter shows i don't know how that happens that doesn't happen but for my own sanity if we did a show in hindsight about showdown like immediately after i probably would have broken the mic yeah you ever see you ever see the uh the warning that they gave when the when the nintendo wii first came out okay where it was like, you better put on the strap, because if not, oh, yes. you're going to throw it right through it's the television. Fly. Yeah, I probably would have had to buy you a new TV. It's, it's going to fly. <laughs> it's going to fly. Just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. I, I, saw, uh, I saw a clip of Undertaker coming out to that entrance. It was uh, awesome. Man. With that being said. Rolling down the river. I don't know why I got rolling. <laughs> uh, with that being said. That is our show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming out and listening to us ramble on about ridiculous wrestling. You want the explicit version? Yeah, I do. Come on. What is this, a PG show? Or whatever. All right. This is a TVMA show. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. Do know what time it is. It's time for us to peace out. Sons of Slam on Twitter, SoundCloud, 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Deuces. Peace We'll out. see you at Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. Thanks, Vince, for the name. Sons of Slam podcast.